I'm Jeannie Phillips. Welcome to Vermont Ed Reads, the podcast by, for, and with Vermont educators, and today with Vermont students as well. We recorded this episode at last year's Teen Lit Mob. What's Teen Lit Mob, you ask? Teen Lit Mob is Vermont's only book-related conference specifically for young adult readers. Students from all around the state converge in a big, unruly mass and squee about what they're reading. They meet authors and get free books. And did we mention the squeeing? So much squeeing. And Teen Lit Mob is super important. Here's why. Close your eyes. Close them. Unless you're listening to this while driving, safety first. Now, think back. What was your favorite book when you were in, say, eighth grade? Did you have folks you could tell about it? Folks who grasp your hands and just bounce wildly up and down, sharing the absolute joy of finding and loving that one perfect book. So that's Teen Lit Mob. Squee! Bouncing! Friendship! Books! A bedazzled megaphone! Books and... Squee! So, we showed up at Teen Lit Mob last year and asked some of the attendees one simple, vital question. What book you wish was being taught in your school. Warning, Vermont Ed Reads assumes no responsibility for how badly this episode messes up your to-be-read list. But there's links to all these books in the transcript. Let's chat. Um, my name is Salilo and I go to CBO. <laughs> so, thank you for talking to me. What book do you wish your teachers were teaching? Um, probably... Um, American Street by Ibiza Boy. Yeah. I think it's such a beautiful, like, um, story about somebody who, um, goes into, like, um, America as, like, somebody who's really open-minded and really kind and really sweet and still everything is set up for her not to succeed and I think it's, like, a really huge, um, it shows how many people in this country, like, even if you come in with the best intentions, how, like, a system is kind of set up against you and it's not, like, there's more than one perspective of how you experience. I'm Celia and I go to CBU. I wish that my teachers would teach the book Black is the Body by Emily Bernard. Um, she's a professor at UVM of English and um, her book has a lot to do about black identity, especially in Vermont. I can imagine those essays fitting in in a class that has anything to do with diversity and race, like a social studies class, but also an English class because not only does Emily talk about her experiences in her book, she talks about teaching English classes and the relation to race and how her students learn about it and become uncomfortable. Um, intentionally and I think that's a really unique perspective we don't hear a lot in Vermont so I mean I think any any student in Vermont would benefit from reading the book Um, but I think especially in an English or social studies class. My name is Christine I go to school at People's Academy I wish that my teachers would teach Stalking Jack the Ripper which is a new book that came out and it's kind of like fantasy while also historical so I think it's really interesting. 
At our school, we have a sci-fi and dystopia class, so it would probably fit in there. But also, my English teacher does a lot of creative things, so it's not just the classics like Great Gatsby, which we're starting right now, but it's also some of the more interesting things. My name is Steven, and I go to People's Academy in Morrisville, Vermont. I really wish we were teaching The Count of Monte Cristo, one of my favorite books by Alexander Dumas. Ah, I just love how the whole entire aspect of the book uh, is created and like all the different characters the main character gets to play as. It's super exciting and I really think that a lot of people could learn from the book. It's so good. It was one of the, it's one of the books I actually got into a like historical fiction which got me real excited about this uh, teen lip mob that we're actually doing today. So. Um, hi, my name is Isabel and I go to school at People's Academy High School. I think it would be What If It's Us. I just really like the book and like how it's, because it's by two different authors who write two different so like styles and then it goes like back and forth and it's really good. I am Noel. I go to CVU High School. Well, a friend of mine recently introduced me to a wonderful book called Six of Crows. It's extremely representational. Uh, it has several queer characters, but it doesn't shove it in your face the way some books do, uh, which is, in my opinion, a very poor method of representation. Uh, whereas Six of Crows, uh, it's just there, just how it is in real life. And it is extremely well told. It, and from multiple different perspectives, it shows these multifaceted character arcs, so many different, very complex characters. It really lets you understand all of their motivations, and it's just a tremendously brilliant example of how one person can understand what's going on in so many people's heads. I'm Ashka, and I go to Malabe. I've always been interested in graphic novels, and they're easier for me to read. Black Butler. It's a manga instead. Mm -hmm. It's like you read it back to front and left to right. Ask people like what your, their favorite book is and see if you would like that. Graphic novel kind. Great ideas. Thank you so much, Ashka. Did I say that right? Yeah. Ashka. Great, thank you. Um, my name is Katrina. Um, most people know me as Artie though, and I go to Burn Burton Academy. Um, I wish my teachers taught more of fantasy, because I don't see a lot of fantasy, and so I think I'd have to say um, a good place to start would be City of Bones by Cassandra Clare, because it's just, she's the newer version of the fantasy queen versus J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Um, City of Bones takes place in this mystical world that takes place just underneath um, humans' noses, kind of like the Harry Potter world, but there's more diversity. It's not just wizards, there's warlocks, fairies, werewolves, vampires, and demons. Um, and so the four factions that I named are all part demon, um, so they have to be controlled by shadow hunters, which are demon hunters, um, in order to um, make sure they don't hurt people. Generally, they can keep Checking themselves because they're half human, so they do have some reason. But demons love hurting people um, because it's what gives them life. And so these shadow hunters have to take care of these people. And then there's this girl, Clary, who finds out she's one of these people after thinking she's been human for so long. Ooh. And she's just thrown into this chaotic world that her dad wants to screw up. 
You convinced me. <laughs> I want to read the book. Uh, I'm Harley. I go to school at CBU. Um, I'm Elena, and I also go to school at CBU. What books do you wish your teachers were teaching? I just think a lot more inclusive books, pe uh, books with people of color, books with queer community. It is starting to be integrated into the academic thing, but it's just not as... Yeah, I mean, that's really important, and I definitely agree with that. And I also think that maybe, like, I don't want to say more interesting books, but less, like, more relevant, kind of. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, we do a lot of Shakespeare and Lord of the Flies, and I feel like there are other books that can get those same messages across that are, like, more modern day, I guess. My name is Maria. I go to Woodstock Union High School. I wish my teachers were teaching Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Ad Tommy Adiemi. I can't pronounce your name. I'm very sorry, but there's just so much diversity and like diversity in a fictional fantasy world. It's like really hard to find like done so well and like the gods and like religion shown there and like that it's just really magical and the writing is fantastic. My name is Ruby and I go to Champlain Valley Union High School. <laughs> I really wish we did Jane Austen or just kind of any book that doesn't have a really gross misogynistic male main character or if it does that that's a bad thing and not just a generally accepted character trait. Mm -hmm. Like she her work like doesn't pass the reverse Bechdel test like it's just really fun to read and I just kind of it'd be nice to have narratives in the classroom that are about women I think it's cool because uh, Mr. Darcy is a flawed male character and kind of like a, a bit toxically masculine, but he changes, and it's just a thing that happens, and it's good, and it's not a weakness or anything. It's just him becoming a better person. And so tell me, um, sorry, I, Ruby, I'm just so interested in this. Do you read many books uh, written by or about women in class now? Well. I think part of it is just the curriculum and then what fits that, but you, you can find as many female authors for anything as you can male, but um, we read The Odyssey earlier this year, which was interesting because I really like Greek mythology, but also Odysseus is a pain. Like, <laughs> he is just really grossly misogynistic and stuff, and it's never addressed at all. Especially because we were reading the journey chapters, so the whole thing is he's telling it to this king, trying to impress him, and he's being... So it just shows how acceptable it was to be so grossly misogynistic and how it was even seen as a good thing, because this is what he's telling the king about on his journey to try and impress him. And were you able to talk about that in class? Yeah, we were. I really like my humanities teachers, but it's just the reading itself can be sometimes a bit much. Like, we're, we criticize it quite a bit for these reasons. Uh, my name is Jaden, and I go to People's Academy. I would have to go with 
probably the bad beginning from a series of unfortunate events. Because um, when I was younger, I really liked reading the series, so if like they were to teach it, I'd be really happy. Mm, Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. That's a very good book. Um, it's about a girl who is taken captive into like a castle and is trained to be a champion, but was already trained as an assassin when she was little. Wow, it's fantasy? Yeah. It sounds thrilling. It is. Excellent. Um, my name is Maeve and I go to U32 High School. So, um, the books we read in our class for, in, for ninth graders is Comp and Lit, um, or Composition and Literature. We read a few different books throughout the year, but they, none of them are really written currently in today, today's culture, even if it's not a current book, just written by an author who's part of today's society, I think would be a really helpful and valuable uh, so, something that could really help us benefit from the books more than reading something that's still important and rele relevant, but it's not as necessarily as interesting. For example, we read To Kill a Mockingbird, and it's like it's a very good book. It has it speaks to some very important issues, but it's also just, in my opinion, not a super interesting book, and it doesn't necessarily teach. I think some of the things that a current author would be able to do, especially with like today's, all of today's technology information. Hi, tell me your names and where you go to school. Uh, my name is Riley. I'm um, Amelia. And I'm Ruben, and we all go to CBU. Great, thanks for joining me. Um, tell me what books you wish your teachers were teaching in the classroom. Um, so yeah, so like we kind of said, we had a bit of a discussion about this book called Scythe, um, which was written by Neil, Neil Schusterman. Neil Schusterman, yep. Um, and actually, the third one in the trilogy was just announced. I think it's going to be called um, oh, I the the. Anyway, um, so we all agreed that that was one of the books that should really be taught in schools because a lot of time we now analyze different books um, and talk about the metaphors and different meanings um, and Scythe is really just chock full of them. Um, there's all sorts of inner meanings that you can read into it um, and it's really interesting to see kind of as a philosophical thought experiment of if death is no longer possible really um, how people would act um, and it's fascinating like we talk about there, in the book there's a profession where essentially your job is just to go and be like killed for the entertainment of another person, um, for the fun of the other person, which, because in that universe people can't die except through very specific means, is a, is a legal profession. Um, it's just, it's a really interesting philosophy that that book um, takes, and that's not even talking about like, the Thunderhead, etc. I love that book, and I think you're right. There's so many interesting, um, there's so much interesting going on with the Thunderhead being equated to the internet and how much power it has, and it's a really intriguing book. I think you're right, it would help us have really rich conversations about current social issues. Other texts you might suggest to your teachers, other books? Um, I would suggest the book uh, Children of Blood and Bone. The oh, reason yeah. um, I found it intriguing is because it deals with a lot of the topics you already have now, such as um, uh, Segre not segregation, but more discrimination towards specific groups and the targeting of very specific um, very specific attributes that make, that make that group what they are. So with the um, Children Butterbone series, it's mostly just targeting those who are able to perform magic. 
And what I find interesting about that is that although it is fantasy-based, it does tackle all the issues we have regarding the uh, inner violence within some communities and how we don't necessarily understand another um, community or ethnicity group, ex ethnicities, <laughs> must mind that, and how we don't understand um, other groups' um, particular traditions and uh, what they value. And so I feel like it'd be an excellent book to have students talk about, mostly because there are, um, it would encourage a lot of conversation regarding heavy topics such as that, and it would give someone a view of a teenager who's going through th some of these issues, so maybe they might be able to relate and make it easier for them to talk about it. Yeah, that is a really awesome book. I love the way it illuminates power who has power and who gets discriminated against because they don't have power, right? It's a great book to talk about um, racism and Black Lives Matter and um, other power dynamics that are going on in our world today. It's, a, it's also really violent. It's so violent. So violent. Yeah. And <laughs> gripping. Yeah. Amelia, do you have a suggestion for us? Um, I don't really have a specific book suggestion, just more of a um, kind of suggestion for kind of themes that would be much appreciated to kind of put a spotlight on in um, literacy, particularly um, books having to do with um, relationships that are not male and female, where you have people who are gay, lesbian, um, transgender, just books that deal with that in any kind of topic um, or situation just because it'll help normalize this idea of that not everybody loves the opposite gender and that they can love freely and that'll really help encourage younger generations to kind of grow up with this idea that different is normal and not to be afraid. Yeah, Amelia, what you're reminding me of is that many books in the canon, like many of the books that get taught, um, don't have diverse representation of any kind. Exactly. It feels really important that we all be able to see ourselves in books, right? And that we all get to see people that are not like us in books too, right? And some of us only get to see books about people that are not like us, yeah. and that kind of stinks. Yeah. Those are great answers. Any other suggestions for teachers, educators out in the world around literature? I just, I think just books that take, that are written in modern times, because a lot of a lot of classes try to make parallels between um, like this book and what we're experiencing now and modern issues, um, and a lot of our books do that very well. Um, but it, but I think that because it's written in a past time, there's a lot of just ideas that 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 can be made parallel, but don't translate as easily. And I think it's more important to talk about topics that are more relevant, which is going to be found in books that are written uh, more recently. Yeah, um, I would say books that revolve um, more in focusing on the political climate of uh, some locations. Uh, there was a book I uh, read recently called um, The Rook, which um, although it is again fantasy and focuses on supernatural whereabouts in London, it, um, it touches heavily on how a action that we don't necessarily think of can have many multiple um, consequences that each go into a um, diplomatic scale, which can drastically affect how the climate of the work environment or how the climate of the um, population is affected. And 
I feel like um, there are a lot of books that we do talk that are political and do relate to politics, but most of the books, again, as Riley mentioned, kind of aren't sent to modern world, and so we don't have any way of actually understanding how that politics related to um, the era it was written in. Mm, that's really thoughtful, Urban. Thank you. Last words, Amelia? Um, I just really think that it's important that teachers and school administrators really stress that importance in diversity, but also how we're all the same. And we may look different, we may act different, but really we're just all human. Your teacher, I think your librarian, yes, Peter Langella, does a program about reading for empathy, right? And talks about empathy in books. And I think that too, like reading characters that are different than me, allow me to step in somebody else's shoes and see the world through their eyes. And that feels really important. Is that what you're saying to you, Amelia? Yeah, um, being able to empathize with people who you normally would not on the surface see as yourself allows you to broaden your worldscape and kind of make it easier to, to step into other people's shoes in the real world. Yes, I love that phrase, broaden your worldscape. That's my new goal in life, is to broaden my worldscape through literature. Thank you, all, all three of you, so much for talking to me about books. You guys are amazing. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. This year's Teen Lit Mob is coming up March 27th at U32 Middle and High School in Montpelier. If you're a young adult in Vermont, Teen Lit Mob registration is free and currently open, and we hope to see you there. Go to libraries.vermont.gov for more details. We will be there this year with our mobile podcasting kit, and we will absolutely grasp your hands and bounce up and down sharing the joy of a good book. Until then... Vermont Ed Reads is a podcast of the Tarrant Institute for Innovative Education at the University of Vermont. There's a lot of parka material in the Prius right now, Audrey. Am I recording? I'm recording. Okay. Let's try not to move the parka. <laughs>